Autism now affects 1 in 88 children, in which 1 in 54 boys, and the prevalence figures are growing daily. Autism is the fastest growing serious developmental condition in the United States that costs a family $60,000 a year on average, while the cause receives less than 5% of the research funding of many less prevalent childhood diseases. As to date, there is no medical detection or cure for autism. Help us at the Jayzo Modcast Network change that as April is National Autism Awareness Month. We ask all of you to join us this month in honoring the boys and girls who live with this condition each and every day of their lives, in donating to a charity centered around researching and possibly finding a cure. Any amount is welcomed because chances are you personally know someone directly affected with autism. Let's come together and make a change. Hi, I'm Melissa Ridley-Elms, and I won the 2019 Open Contract Challenge from World of Myth, Jason on Dark Myth Publications. And my book, <laughs> Arthurian Things, a Collection of Poems, was published in January 2020. And so far, it has received some very nice reviews, and a couple of the members of the Science Fiction Poetry Association are considering it for a nomination for an Elgin Award. So, if you're wondering, is this a real contest? It is a real contest. And if you're wondering, um, do I, should I submit? I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Well, do you want to be a published writer? Take a chance. The worst thing that can happen is you don't win. And the best thing that can happen is you do win and you publish your book. Go for it. My name is Walter G. Esselman, and I'm the winner of the 2020 Open Contract Challenge. It's real. My book, Super Horror Max, I took it to a convention this weekend and was selling it. So check it out. Dreams can come true. Hi, my name is Peggy Gerber and I'm the 2021 Open Contract Challenge Grand Prize winner. Because of this competition, I can now proudly call myself the author of the published book, Stumbling in Crazy Town. To learn more about this amazing opportunity, go to www.opencontractchallenge.com and make all your publishing dreams come true. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Carry on all the way, Watson. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. everybody and welcome to episode 86 of Lupa's Bits. I am your host Lupa and this is episode Farewell to Florida. Yeah, I already named it. I named it before I even started it. 
Um, you might notice that it sounds a tad different than it does every other week. Why? Because I was set to podcast on my regular podcast night, had the podcast equipment all set up, ready to go, and my live studio audience decided he wanted to watch a movie instead. So I thought, okay, he can watch a movie. It's kind of a special thing. Him and his son are going to watch a movie. I will podcast. And then he said, well, I was going to watch it with you. So I went, okay. And we watched Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> it was very good. I really enjoyed it, actually. I've never seen it before. So, so yes, all the podcast equipment is packed away. Now, I wasn't actually going to do a podcast because today is the day before I leave Florida. So I'm packing. And this is what you hear in the background, is me packing. Um, but I realized that last week I told you, uh, hey, this comes with a puff, too. Oh, cool. Sorry. You're going to get a lot of that this episode, too, because uh, generally when I'm trying to do more than one thing at a time, I am very random and my thoughts are all over the place. Anyway, um, I remembered that last week I had told you that I was going to do my final Florida podcast from Florida. So I kind of have to do that actual final podcast from Florida. So this is it. This is the final podcast from Florida. Ooh, they come with pretty ties too. Oh, neat. Oh, and they're elastic. See, I told you, random. Um, so yeah, this is the final podcast for this year from Florida because I will not be back to Florida until January of next year, possibly. All depends on if my mommy can find another place to rent and if she still likes me enough to bring me with her free of charge, of course, because I was a broke bitch, <laughs> ain't got no money. Um, I'm actually kind of silent, well, not really silently, but quietly um, protesting the disability amount because a politician recently back home, opened up an argument in the House of Commons about the cost of living in the Toronto and the greater GTA. Now, where I am, I am just outside of the greater GTA, but that is neither here nor there. I wonder what these things are for. Where am I supposed to put them? Hmm. I don't know what they're for. My bag did not come with instructions. Like I said, random. Um, okay, so she was saying that the cost of housing has gone up exponentially over the last couple of years. And it is insane to try and find even a studio or basement apartment for under $1,200 a month. Even a bachelor is running you probably between twelve to $1,500 a month. That's a bachelor. That's one room with a toilet and a sink, possibly a hot plate. Now, when I was looking for a, an apartment, um, because I'm on a fixed income, because I am on ODSP, because I have a heart condition which prevents me from working stressful jobs or 
physical jobs. Um, even a desk job can be very stressful. I worked in an accounting firm for many years, and the stress from that is what caused a lot of the the decline in my heart health. I worked in a banana basket shop. I worked at a basket shop making baskets and delivering baskets and ended up in the hospital with heart issues. So anyway, I'm on disability because um, it's very hard for me to be able to find a job where I can work the hours that they'll let me take the time off when I need it. Um, I also suffer from chronic insomnia. So I mean, there are days I don't sleep. You can't really operate heavy machinery when you haven't slept. So I was trying to find an apartment because I needed to move out of my friend's tin can. As much as I loved Crystal's trailer and as much as it was there to save me, I could not spend the rest of my life in her backyard. Which is a good thing because it's not her backyard anymore. She now lives in New Brunswick. And she sold the trailer. So I was having a hard time. Um, I get, and I'm going to be like super transparent right now with my finances so you know just when I say I am broke I'm broke I get $1,100 $1,167 a month period okay my live studio audience is doing sign language again and, and again we have not coordinated our sign language signals uh, he is in my ear so he can unmute and speak freely Canadian. Okay, let me. All right, I get $1,167 Canadian a month. Um, and that is shelter costs and cost of living allowance. Now, the Ontario. Okay, so I need to figure out. Hey, Siri. How much is $1,167 Canadian in American? I get $925.09 a month American. <laughs> that is insane. Now, when I was trying to find even just a room in a house to rent, I was looking at anywhere between $900 to $1,000 for a room, just a bedroom. Didn't have a bathroom, didn't have a kitchen. I had access to the rest of the house. Well, hold on. Most of them were, you had scheduled access to the kitchen, scheduled access to the living room, and you had scheduled access to the laundry. Most places did not have parking. I have a car. Most places did not have accommodations for parking. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at $1,100 or $1,000 just for four walls and a bed. And most of the rooms weren't furnished, so I would have to furnish it. Now, I do have my own furnishings, so... I would not be able to get everything into this one room, so I would also have to rent a storage unit or sell my belongings. Excuse me, Mr. Crow. I don't believe I asked you for your opinion. Hush. Anyway, um, but thank you for saying hello. So 
I couldn't find anything. And the apartment that I did find, I actually lucked into. I was very... Rude. I was very lucky to find it. Um, I pay $800 a month. That includes parking. Also includes water. I only have to pay for my electricity and my internet. Oh, you're creeping closer to the window. He's like maybe 10 feet from my window and he's talking to me. Hello, you. Hi. Oh, goodbye. See, I acknowledged him and now he's gone. Okay. So now let me explain what ODSP is. It's the Ontario Disability Support Plan. Supposed to support you because you have a disability. When you go on it, it is supposed to take the place of your paycheck. So when I first went on it years ago, and then I went on, I was on it for six years until my heart got good enough that I was healthy enough to go back to work. And I went back to work for, oh, wow, a long time, five or six years. And then as you age and as you put wear and tear like a car, um, and I was not 100% my fault, but I wasn't necessarily taking care, the best care of myself that I could have been. Um, my heart ended up developing other problems and I had to go back on disability. So when I first went on it, it's income replacement. It's supposed to replace the income you have lost because you can't work. It's not welfare. So when I first went on it, I was clearing about $450 Canadian a week. So you would think that that would replace what I was losing. No, apparently not. And then, because I was still married at the time, everything that my husband made, they deducted 50% of what he made. If he worked overtime, that was deducted dollar for dollar. So most months, I ended up with maybe $35 and dental and medical benefits, which his benefits were better anyway. So it was kind of pointless, but it did put me in the system if I needed it again. And it did when certain things would arise, certain medical, oh, I just untied that, oh dear, certain medical issues when I needed to have certain procedures done that OHIP didn't cover, ODS, or his benefits didn't cover, ODSP did cover because it was all part and parcel of the whole, you know, heart thing. Um, So you now that I'm back on it, um, I don't I'm not married, so there's nobody taking they're not taking any money off. So I get eleven hundred and sixty seven dollars Canadian, which is nine hundred and twenty five dollars American a month. My rent is so I get eleven sixty seven. My rent is eight hundred. So after they take out my rent and send it directly to my landlord, because that's how I set it up. I don't even want it to touch my bank account. I don't even want to see it. Um, they send that off to my landlord. I get $367. Now, the Ontario government seems to think that $647 is enough for shelter costs. 
that is enough to get you an apartment. Now, they flat out told me when they put me on disability and they, they said, you know, you're never going to have your own apartment. You're never going to live alone. You're going to have to rent a room. Or have roommates because we're not going to give you enough money to support yourself by yourself. Oh, well, that's a great thing for the mental health. Not. So I lucked into this place and I keep my bills very low. I have so far managed to be able to pay my bills for an entire year by myself. Amy. But I don't have anything. I have my internet. Well, you kind of need that. That's a necessity because you need to log into your ODSP account online. You get a hold of your worker through messaging your ODSP worker online. So you are required internet, but that's considered a luxury. That's not incorporated into your expenses. That's considered a luxury. Okay. So out of this $367, I'm now paying $80 a month for internet. I'm paying $95 a month for a cell phone because I need a phone. With a basic plan, I need a phone. I need data on my phone. I need a phone. Um, I'm paying in the summer. My electricity bills usually run between $40 and $60. In the winter, they're about $160. And I wasn't even there this winter. So, yeah. Um, and then I get to buy food on top of that. So when COVID hit, our wonderful government said, oh, no. The people of, of Canada need at least a minimum of $2,000 a month just to scrape by, just to survive and pay the bare minimum of their bills. That wasn't including their mortgage payment or their credit card payments or any entertainment. That was the basics. Food, electricity, water, gas, possibly, depending on what your rent is, your rent. But you didn't have to pay your rent because they put this whole moratorium on rent and mortgage and said that nobody can kick you out if you didn't pay it. But if you were on ODSP at the time, you didn't get the $2,000. You still sat over here with your 1167 going, what the hell, dude? How come the rest of the country who is capable of working gets two grand, but I'm over here because I have a serious health issue and can't work and I get crap. I am below the poverty line. I am below, below the poverty line. That doesn't make any sense. So I'm silently, quietly and, and subvertly, because I don't want to get in trouble with ODSP, because if you rock the boat, they go, I'm sorry, you no longer qualify and take your money away. So I'm very quietly protesting the amount of money that they seem to deem. Um, oh, that was from the Florida State Fair. Anyway, <laughs> see, random. Um. I am silently and quietly and subversively from protesting the amount of money that they seem to think that we can survive on. Now, here's another little kicker for you. You're on Ontario Disability. Chances are you were probably on at least three or four different medications. 
I am on one, two, three, four, supposed to be on six, but I'm on four different medications. Now, here's the kicker. They cover those medications, but they don't cover the pharmacy fee. Some pharmacies charge $2 a prescription. Some pharmacies charge $5 a prescription. So after I have paid my hydro bill, which is my electricity for you Americans, my internet bill, my cell phone bill, put gas in my car and thought about groceries, I also now have to shell out $20 a month for my four prescriptions. So that $20, I can look at it and go, okay, I either take my medications for this month or I can buy milk, eggs, coffee, meat, maybe, or medication. We're not buying vegetables. Oh, no, we're not buying vegetables. If we want vegetables, we can go to the dollar store and buy a can of canned asparagus. <laughs> or, you know, a can of string, be <laughs> string beans. I can't even. I can't even think about those. They make me gag. I cannot stand string beans. Can't. I can't. I can't do it. I don't like canned yellow beans or canned green beans. I have them. I, I prefer fresh vegetables. And guess what? I have a heart condition, which means I have to watch my cholesterol. I have to watch my weight. I'm borderline diabetic, so I have to watch my sugar intakes. I can't eat processed foods. I can't eat a lot of canned foods. I can't eat a lot of breads and pasta, which is the cheap stuff. I have to eat meat, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Well, unfortunately, because the government of Canada is stupid and doesn't understand that the cost of living also incorporates those who can't work and are on government assistance like ODSP can't afford to eat healthy. Now, what happens when you can't afford to eat healthy and you have a chronic health condition? You get sicker. What happens when you get sicker? You end up in the hospital. Well, if you're on something like ODSP, the only health insurance you have is the Ontario Health Insurance Program, which means the government is now footing the bill for you being in the hospital. So instead of giving you enough money to survive and to eat healthily, they now have to cover the amount of tests and procedures and medications and hospital time that it's going to take to get you healthy enough to kick you back out onto the street and into your home so you can start the cycle all over again. You see where I'm going with this? Not exactly sure how I ended up on this rant, but I'm here. You're here. There you go. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. The head of the country said in order to survive through this pandemic, because nobody can work, you need $2,000 a month. But because you have a chronic medical condition that you can't work, you're going to get even less. It doesn't make sense at all.
at all. And then, and then they actually act surprised when they catch somebody who's working under the table to make a few extra dollars so that they could maybe go to the movies or maybe buy a new book or replace the $10 Walmart shoes that have no tread. And they're surprised when they catch them working under the table for, you know, peanuts. Anyway, so yes, this is the last Florida podcast. I'm going back home to reality, my cute little apartment. Um, yeah, I'm not even exactly sure how I got on this rant. <laughs> I don't know what started it, but there it is. Yeah, housing costs. It's ridiculous. Okay, so speaking of housing, I actually don't have um, housekeeping this week. Uh, well, I did. I gave it to Jenna for MythBits. And let me see what I told her, because I think that was, was that Sunday, Monday, Saturday, Friday. I don't know. Okay, so let me see. What have I got here? Um, okay, so just a reminder, because I know I've been getting emails, because apparently not everybody follows our Facebook page. Uh, and people are wondering what happened to us. The magazine is fine and well and we are still here we haven't disappeared we haven't gone anywhere uh we just took an impromptu temporary hiatus so that dave our amazing coder and publisher could get his life in order get his house in order literally and uh, actually find all the pieces to his computer <laughs> and um be able to have an office to work in so that he can code the magazine. Um, March's issue has been pushed now to April. So everybody who was in March will now be in April's and all of April's submissions will be considered for May. So I did do a video on the Facebook page, but like I said, again, not everybody who contributes to the magazine apparently follows, follows us on Facebook um, or pays attention or, you know, goes and checks so if you don't um and you do listen to my podcast then there you go uh there will not be any board meeting minutes in april's um magazine because there has not been a board meeting since february and those minutes are in will be in march's issue um so yeah also you will be getting the new newsletter from mr timothy law which will be again with february's board meeting minutes because those are the only minutes we have at the moment because like i said everything kind of came to a screeching halt when uh dave had to move rather abruptly he was kind of expecting he would have at least 30 days to move or at least three weeks to move and he was pretty much given here's your keys move in tomorrow <laughs> so it was a, a pack and move on the fly it wasn't organized it wasn't it wasn't planned it wasn't you know boxes were neatly packed and marked no it was throw stuff in stuff and go we'll figure it out when we get there huh oh it was very successful yes he just said but it was successful it's very successful from what i've seen on the video chats because i talk to him every day um it's a beautiful place he has a beautiful beautiful home um two stories kitchen living room three bedrooms two bathrooms it's a little backyard 
it's great. I, I'm excited to go and see it in June. I am going to visit him in June. Uh, we haven't set the date yet. Um, okay, so carrying on with the housekeeping. Ad space is available for all of our platforms. That is all of our podcasts. We have Mythbits. We have the Three Nose. We have Pastrami Nation. We have Lupus Bits. Ad space available on all of those. We also have um, the World of Myth magazine. We have several websites that you can buy ad space on. And you can buy ad space in the magazine as well. And we have, you can buy static ads, you can buy banner ads, you can buy audio ads. If you want to know what the prices are, um, check out our Instagram page at the World of Myth magazine. Or check our Facebook page at the World of Myth magazine. Or if you're not one of those people that check Facebook or have Facebook, email me, message me, email. You can email me at the magazine email. If you don't happen to have a pen and piece of paper and want to write down an email right now, just email me at the email address that you know. I will redirect you to the correct email address, but I will get you. They're also, the price list is also on all our websites. So, and if you still can't find it, email me. I will give you a price list. Uh, we are extremely reasonably priced, probably one of the lowest in the industries right now for advertising space. And we have a huge demographic that we cover. We are international, which does not mean that we are read in the United States and in Canada. No, international means we are read, listened to, and looked at worldwide. We have people in England, Ireland, Scotland, Africa, Australia, um, Canada, the United States, Asia. Pick one. We have people there that listen to our podcasts, that read our magazine, contribute to our magazine, that check out our websites on a daily. So you would get a wide range of exposure. Just saying. Okay. Moving on, uh, every Wednesday, except for yesterday, because <laughs> I just, I could, okay, I had an idea for what I wanted to put on sale, but I couldn't get a hold of the person that I needed to talk to to make it happen, so it didn't happen, so it will happen next week, but every Wednesday, Myth Mart has a sale. Now, we sell a variety of things at Myth Mart. We have books, we have t-shirts, we have pictures, we have lithographs, we have graphic novels, we have comics. One of those things will be on sale from Wednesday to Wednesday every week. Next week, it's going to be a T-shirt. Now, we do have the World of Mythbits, but we are also going to start getting into making um, themed T-shirts. Like the one that I wanted to do for this week, but I couldn't make it happen. Because April is Autism Awareness Month, I wanted to, I had this template that I had created up that could be put on a t-shirt and I wanted to put that on a t-shirt I wanted to put that in Mythmart and I wanted to put it on for sale so couldn't make that happen because I couldn't coordinate with our printer to um, get together to get him the graphic to put it on the t-shirt to get it done so it didn't get done but it will get done next week I'm looking at my live studio audience but he's busy at the moment 
uh, hopefully. But we are going to expand our T-shirt collection to go beyond just our our books and our podcasts. Um, we have a lot of quotes that come from our authors. We have a lot of um, <laughs> I've just gotten approval from the boss because I kind of hadn't cleared that with the boss. Okay. You need to understand. For about the last month, um, I have been inadvertently running the company. So I have been making um, executive decisions kind of on the fly regarding the company. And... Surprise, surprise, company's still here. <laughs> I haven't destroyed the company. I haven't put, you know, us into bankruptcy or whatever. But, yeah, I forgot to clear that whole T-shirt idea with the, the big boss man, but he just approved it. So, all right, we're going to have different kinds of T-shirts. Funny coffee sayings, um, quotes from our authors, quotes from our readers, famous quotes from like Maya Angelou and, and um, Darwin and uh, ah, I can see him in my head and, and, and Mark Twain. <laughs> so his name just completely flew out of my brain and I was watching a show on him um, two nights ago. Completely flew out of my brain. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to, to expand our t-shirt collection we are also going to be offering swag. So if a t-shirt's not your thing, then you can get a book bag. How awesome would that be? Buy a couple of books, buy a book bag to put the books in, you know? Anyway, that's all going to come in, in the future days. Um, it's not going to happen right away, so don't expect it right away. But um, either I'm going to get access to the uh, printer or give all the printer my ideas and they'll make it happen. Either way, it's going to happen. We're going to have swag. We already have calendars. We need more. Mouse pads, coffee cups, water bottles, um, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, swag. It's coming. So, okay. Every Wednesday, something from MythMart will go on sale. If you have something in particular you have been eyeballing, but just haven't been able to justify the cost, shoot me an email. Maybe it'll come on sale and then you can buy it. Let me know. All right. So um, moving right along. This week, actually, um, we're going to run it for one more week because I am an idiot and didn't do the sale yesterday. So for the second week running, uh, and only because I'm trying to suck up to the boss, we are running, um, I have to go fix the dates, remind me. Uh, we are running um, The Mystic Unicorn and the Land of the Zombie Fairies for another week at 25% off. If you put in Magic 25 at checkout, you will get your discount. So go check it out. It's a great kid's book. Uh, my nephew, who is four, absolutely loved it when I would sit there and I would read it to him. And he would ask me to read it. And my two-year-old niece, she kind of got into it, too. She was a little young, so without pictures, she kind of wandered away. But um, four years and up, it's fantastic. Now, my nephew, you have to understand, my nephew's actually a little more intelligent than your average four-year-old. So I'm probably thinking six and up will be enthralled by it. 
and it's a good book to sit and have quality time. I mean, what better way to spark the love of literature in a child than to curl up together and read? My mom did it with me when I was young. My sister is doing it with my nephew and my two nieces, and they have a tremendous love of reading. And their imagination at that age is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So if you want to spark the same love of reading that you have, the same love of literature that you have in you, in a younger person, sit and read with them. Just sit and read. Read them a story. Read them a book. And you know what? Don't worry about sounding ridiculous or looking ridiculous. Make the funny voices. Make the, You should hear me read this one book. Everett, I think he knows it word for word, and it's not an entirely interesting story. But I think he just loves the way I do all the different voices for the different characters. Um, it's when a, 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 what's it called? I think it's called When a Panda Throws a Party. Something like that. Anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a cute book. But I do the voices for all of the different animals. And he giggles throughout the entire book. And if I mix, if I mess up on a voice, he tells me, oh, no, that's not that voice for that character. That's for this character. So, you know, he's paying attention. But yeah, just read to them. So The Missing Unicorn in the Land of the Zombie Fairies, Magic 25 at checkout will get you 25% off. And it's only until... He's a lizard. Um, only until Wednesday. So I'm sorry. I'm in love with the lizards down here. I want the lizards down here. I want to bring one home. I love them. They're absolutely adorable. I love lizards. My mom wants the little... Uh, gecko from the Geico commercial, but he has to talk, so she's never going to get one of those. Okay, uh, New Wave. New Wave is off and running and welcoming several new authors to the New Wave family, one of them being our very own Walter G. Esselman. He has a Liberties Run comic coming out. Um, if you don't, I suggest you follow Walter, follow New Wave Comics on Instagram. I do believe they're on, they might be on Facebook. I'm not sure if they're on Facebook yet. I do know they are absolutely everywhere on Instagram. And he is adding new titles and new authors every single day. John is doing an absolutely amazing job at a duet. Okay, um, there will be a website coming soon. New Waves, newwavecomics.com will be coming soon. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but yeah, John is doing, John Costas is doing an absolutely amazing job at getting this small little indie comic idea that we had at a meeting two months ago. Um, off the ground and running. He has taken it by the reins and created something incredible out of it. So well done, John. Um, keep an eye out for stuff. So that. OK, nothing's been officially announced, so I'm going to leave that tidbit of um, housekeeping until I have permission because I haven't asked if I can bring it up yet. So I think the decision was just kind of made today <laughs> in a passing conversation. So nothing official, so I can't touch on that. So I won't. So that's it for housekeeping. I need to pause for a drink.
If you happen to hear noise in the background, my mother's watching TV. Even though she was told I was going to be podcasting. And that I only podcast for a little over an hour. She has sat in complete silence all day until now. Anyway. Okay. So, yeah, I am packing up. I'm going home. I'm leaving the wonderful state of Florida. Heading back to the not-so-wonderful province of Ontario. Yes, as you can tell, I'm not overly thrilled to be from Ontario. Every time I turn around, I don't know if I should keep that in there or not. It kind of gives it stability. Maybe I'll just keep it in there. Every time I turn around, somebody else that I know has COVID. So it started out with my brother-in-law bought it and my sister. This was a while ago. You know, they're all fine now. My niece and my nephew, they all got COVID. Okay, fine. It is what it is, you know. My ex got COVID. Again, that's fine. It is what it is. It's not like I'm going to be seeing him. Definitely not like I'm going to be anywhere near him to catch it. So I'm not concerned. Then my daughter got COVID. No surprise there. They live in the same house. My son got it. Okay. My grandson and my daughter-in-law escaped getting it. Yay. My grandson has enough issues. COVID does not need to be one of them. Well, now my other nephew has it. He's 13. He is vaccinated. So it's just a sniffle. Now, that again, it is what it is. I'm not going to be seeing him, so chances are I'm not going to get it. But <laughs> my neighbor who's been watching my apartment has COVID. Okay, no big deal. Just avoid my neighbor. Well, my friend who's staying in my apartment, will stay in my apartment for one night, who I will be driving back to New Brunswick on the 24th of the month. And if anybody from ODSP is listening, she's paying for the gas. Um, well, she hung out with him the night before he tested positive. Yeah. So the whole, you could catch COVID keeps creeping closer and closer and closer to me. I'm not overly thrilled to say the least. Oh, that missed the wash. Well, that can go in different places. So, yeah, I am leaving Florida, Pasco County, where there have been zero, zero, let me say that to you one more time, zero COVID cases, new COVID cases, the time mom checks, zero, zero, big fat mistake, zero COVID cases. Going to a cesspool. It's <laughs> the best way I can describe Ontario. A large COVID petri dish of cesspooliness and ick. 
So Crystal and I have decided that we are not going to talk to anybody. We are not going to see anybody. We are not going to associate with anybody unless we sanitize and mask and just don't lick stuff when you're in public um, kind of thing until we can get the heck out of Dodge and go back to, go to New Brunswick. I'm going to hole up in my apartment and spray everybody with Lysol that I see. And when I go to Midland to pick up Misha, because she's coming with us on the road trip. Oh, that's going to be fun, by the way, folks. There will be video, I'm sure. There will definitely be a podcast because I'll be in New Brunswick. So there will be a podcast at some point. Um, oh, I'm going to stick those on my yeah, we are pretty much going to just stay clean. And when I go and pick Misha up in um, Midland, I am going to drive through town with a can of Lysol and just spray the entire like area where I'm at. Just you know, I'll slow down to a slow roll so she can jump in, spray her down, sanitize the hell out of her, and then get out of Dodge before. COVID realizes I'm in town. I'll just vacate the premises. All right, what else can I stick in here? Because I, I, you know, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I don't want to. I like my apartment, but I don't want it to be in Ontario. Can I put it somewhere else? <laughs> like, honestly, can I just, like, pick it up? And, it's, and I said to, um, yeah, I said to Crystal, so it's not so much that I miss home. I don't. I don't miss home. I miss my stuff. My stuff could be anywhere. I, home is where I lay my hat. Home is where my heart is. And I miss my stuff. That's what I miss. It doesn't matter where that stuff is. Um, I've kind of, and I've kind of realized that since I've been here is, you know, I've made this feel like home. I can make pretty much anywhere I am feel like home. I miss my stuff. It's my stuff that I miss. Ow! Bags attacking me. I'm trying to, I, I put all this stuff in and thought it was a great idea to keep the cardboard in to kind of give it some stability. But now I'm realizing that I'm having a hard time closing it because the cardboard is now being an issue. All right, you know what? We'll just do this. Cardboard, be gone. Just like that. Because when I get home, I'm just going to have to throw the cardboard out anyway. Really? Now the bags are squishy and it won't zip up. And I don't know what I've done. I I made sure it fit. Oh, there we go. I should have wiggle it around a little bit. Okay. Ooh, that's heavy. One packed. Oh, you can't see it. I'm holding it up as if you could see it. Pardon me. Oh, right. Um, so <laughs> another surprise that was kind of, you know, dropped in my lap um, a couple of weeks ago was a book. A book coming out in May. Now, most of the book, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so we had offered an author a contract. I was just told I'm allowed to tell the whole story. So he had offered an author a contract. 
Now, when we offer an author a contract, we have a time frame set. The contract is a standard, run-of-the-mill, not very complicated kind of contract. If you ask us to explain something, we are an open book. We will explain it to you. Perfectly fine. Well, he wanted to take the contract to a lawyer and have a lawyer look it over. Okay, fine. Again, not a problem with that. Unfortunately, he took, let's see, we sent him the contract in December. I want to say December. I could be wrong. It could be February. Anyway, it took him like a month to get the contract back. Well, I didn't know if he was going to sign it, so I didn't start the editing process. So the date for editing came and went, which means now I am behind. Then the date, he finally signed it two weeks before the book actually had to be at the publishers. So I had to email him and say, I am terribly sorry. Um, it's great that you're going to sign with us, but now I have to draft up a new contract with new dates because this is now a defunct contract, void contract, because the dates are wrong. There's absolutely no way we can have your book edited to the publisher, galleys printed to you for approval, and to the printer by the 3rd of May. So, unfortunately, looking at the schedule, I think he may end up getting pushed until the beginning of 2023. But because this, this spot opened up, and I haven't had a book published in a while, our publisher, in his infinite wisdom, thought it would be a good idea for me to have a poetry book come out. So, I have everything that I can find online all gathered together, ready to go. I'm doing a final edit of it now because I'm a little anal when it comes to my stuff. I'm a little anal when it comes to everybody's stuff, but, you know, I'm an editor, so I don't trust anybody else editing my stuff. So I want to make sure if it's going to another editor that it's edited. And then when I get home, all of the little bits and bobs and, and pieces that I have written down that never did actually get put into a document will be added and then I will be having a publish a uh, publishing good grief I will be having a poetry book called musings from me coming out in May and that's how that happened um it's, we've been trying to get a poetry book of mine published for a while but because I wear about 12 different hats it just hasn't happened and because the publisher wears about 12 different hats it hasn't happened um, but he's relinquished about six of those hats, so I'm now wearing 18 different hats. And it's happening, apparently. So, yeah, I'm having a poetry book coming out in May called Musings from Me. And if you've followed any of my poetry, for those of you that are listening to this podcast that know me outside of the world of myth, that know me as Lupa, and have known me as Lupa for 20 some odd years, you know my poetry. If go away, Mike. You had to pop in with that stupid bald-headed amount. Go away. <laughs> I'm going to explain that in a minute. Something appealing about Mike's bald head, apparently. 
So if you've been following my Facebook page, Musings from Me, it's my poetry page. Um, it's been around since 2008, I believe. Um, and I do have a following on that page. I do have some fans. I also have some haters on that page, which is great. Because once the book comes out, then, you know, the little troll can see it and all will be well with the world. But um, I know that there are people on there that have been looking forward to a poetry book of mine coming out. So there you go. Amy, remember you said you would host the book signing party at the Corktown. I want the DRD to play. Thank you very much. Okay. I need to put that request out there now. Okay. So. That is that is it for housekeeping, sir. Okay, that is it for housekeeping. I have a long bout of housekeeping this week. Holy moly. Okay, so Mr. Lutz just jumped in with a number, and that number is 6,024. So he posted a TikTok about a week ago. Um where it shows you what you look like when you're bald. Now, apparently he is going viral with this particular video. He has no idea why. He doesn't say anything. Now, other than he's not wearing a shirt, which you only see like from the shoulders up anyway. Um, and he is a big, burly, hairy man, which... You know, there's an appeal out there for that. And he, he is bald. So, oh, I think my live studio audience's phone just died. He does this whole bald-headed thing. And he's up to 6,000 um, votes now. Oh, there we go. Live studio audience is back. <laughs> he's he's doing housework, so he may have cleaned me in the process accidentally. <laughs> so anyway, he, he did this this post, and most of his posts get like two or three hundred views. He's up to over six thousand views on this ball headed post now, so could be he's very popular with the um gay men community could be he's very popular with the women who like bald-headed biker looking kind of guys guys with beards i don't know but he's going viral with this video so i did one trying to you know see if i could ride his coattails because i totally I'll, I'll totally ride your coattails if you're famous i will totally ride your coattails until i get my own standing and then i'll just take off from there but um yeah, I haven't gotten nowhere near as much. I did, unfortunately, um, upset a friend of mine, and I did talk to her privately. And she's like, no, no, it's all cool, man. It's all cool. I didn't even think when I did it. I have a friend of mine who I've known for... <clears throat> okay, we're going to say a really long time because I just realized it's over 20 years. Um, and she just went through fighting breast cancer, so she did lose all of her hair. She did rock the whole bald-headed look. So when I did it, she commented and said, been there, done that, never again. And I went, oh, you dummy. Dummy, dummy, dummy. So I did talk to her, and she's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, okay, good. Whew. Didn't want to, you know. 
offend her because I wasn't trying to do that intentionally. It was just, you know, a filter and I didn't think. And this is why you should think. I don't generally think. Normally, I just do things or stuff comes out of my face. And then, oh, then I go, I just realized my live studio audience. Ooh, nicely done. Very clean. Very clean. I will admit, you know, watching a guy do housework is really a big turn on. It really is. Kind of hot right now. <laughs> and that is totally in the podcast. My live studio audience got me all hot and bothered because he cleaned the bathroom. You know what, though? It, I guarantee there's going to be women and probably men out there going, yeah, yeah. A, spouse, a partner that does housework is incredibly attractive, especially like when you do it and then, you know, they do it, too. It's great. Anyway, so now I'm completely off track. It's a dimple. It just distracts me every time. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So he's gone like completely viral with his bald headed video. And I mean, he's done other ones. He's done room tossings. He's, he's done better stuff, but no, it's the bald head that's making him go viral. And he's getting like a ton of, a ton of, uh, uh see, now I'm getting completely sidetracked because now everybody, nobody seems to, I, I guess I should put out like a blast to people. I'm podcasting. Um, There we go. Okay, so you heard me just, friend of mine needs a pep talk. I'm just like, I'm podcasting at the moment. Give me about 20 and then I will pep all the talk you need me to pep. It is like 500 degrees in this room. Phew. Because, well, I've got everything on the bed here and it's blocking the fan. And my goal is, you know, my incentive is if I pack it, that's on the floor now, then I'll get back to the fan. But I just threw a basket on the floor, so I have fans, so I'm happy. Yeah, so I'm going, it's 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 chilly at home. I'm leaving beautiful 77, 80 degree weather to go home to, what is it at home? I don't know what it is at home. It's not 77, I can tell you that right now. Select a, a location. Okay, Sutton, Ontario, Canada, because that's where I live. It is. Well, it's not horrible. It's 52, which isn't horrible. It's not 77. But 52 is not horrible. It's only two degrees colder than California cold. And, you know, I managed to handle that. Um, I'm going to be home on Sunday and it's only going to be 43. I might have to actually. Now, in Canadian, that is. I'll tell you in a minute. If it'll let me change. Well, no, it's not going to. Oh, wait. Yes, it will. Right there. I have to change it over to Celsius. It's 11. So it's 11 degrees in Sutton right now. It's going to go down to 4 degrees by Tuesday. It's going to be in the minuses Sunday when I get home. But it doesn't look like there's any snow in the forecast. So I am totally okay with that. No snow. 
All right, I can I can survive with chilly temperatures as long as there's no snow. You know, just no snow. I don't want snow. No snow, please. So. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Mom and I are leaving tomorrow morning, uh, which is Friday. You'll be getting this podcast. I will be driving. Um, and I'm going to drive for as long as I possibly can. And then we're going to find a hotel and stay overnight. And I've gotten onto this this jogging thing. I'm doing this app called Couch to 5K. And it starts you out fairly gently. And I say that now when I started it, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this because it had me um, jogging for 60 seconds and walking for 90 seconds and then jogging for 60 seconds and walking for 90 seconds for 20 minutes. That was the first week. And then the second week, it upped it to jogging for 90 seconds walking for two minutes. Okay. I had to push it, but you know, I managed to do it. Now you only do this three times a week. Keep in mind. Okay. Now I also am am doing, um, after each bout, like my, my 20 minutes, um, you do a five minute warm up, five minute cool down. I'm also doing, I call them push offs because I'm not on the ground doing a push up. I'm angling at a about a 45 degree angle and I'm pushing off of the kitchen counter, the workbench in the garage, whatever, the bathtub, whatever. And I do three sets of 10. Um, and I usually do them at the end of my run because the endorphin hasn't quite worn off yet. And I, I think I can do more. So instead of continuing to run and getting about 10 feet down the road and going, oh, what am I doing? I just do my push-ups. So I did week two and I thought, all right, I can do this. If they just keep up in it by 30 seconds, I can do this. Well, this is week three. My very first run on week three, I thought I was going to die. I was praying to anybody who was listening, just get me through. And you think I'm kidding? Oh, no, ask my live studio audience. I told him. Yep, I told him. Um, so... They start out with, and those noises you just heard, that was my fast app telling me to drink water. I'm not a cactus. Unfortunately, my water is empty. So I'm drinking Coke Zero instead. Anyway, so you start off with your brisk five-minute warm-up walk. I can do that. I'm a fast walker anyway. I'm short. You have to walk fast to keep up with the rest of the world. And then it says you do two sets of this. Run for 90 seconds. Okay, I can do that. Walk for 90 seconds. That's not quite long enough, but all right. Run for three minutes. They didn't up it by 30 seconds. No, they upped it by an entire minute and a half. They doubled what I I was doing last week. Wait, what? (laughs) So by the second run, because you do... 90-second run, 90-second walk, three-minute run, three-minute walk, five-minute cool down, and you're done. And it takes 30 minutes to do it. So by the second run, I'm like, oh, these $10 Walmart shoes are no longer going to cut it. 
my feet were sore, my shins were sore, my body was sore. There, I'm pretty sure there were a few corners on the street that were just sore for me. It was bad. It was bad. I uh, no, I was no, I was limping home. <laughs> you should not be limping home. Um, and it, it wasn't the fact that I couldn't breathe through it. Um, or that I was getting a stitch in my side because I was out of breath and I couldn't run it. No, I could run it because I'm not a full out runner. I jog at a, you know, relatively normal, safe pace. Um, it was the shoes. My, it was burning and I, I just couldn't, as much as I tried, couldn't push through the pain to keep going. I had to stop and walk it off, literally walk it off. And then run again. So I went and I bought shoes. And I went a little sports crazy, I think. There's this weird thing that happens to you. So I bought shoes. I thought, great, I got the shoes. Well, then I happened to see this lap, this, this waist belt that gives support to the jiggly in the front, gives lower back support when you're running. And it's made of neoprene. So it makes you sweat like nobody's business. I'm not a sweater. I don't sweat normally as a rule. Um, and you, you know, wrap it around your waist and off you go. Holy moly. So then I thought, all right, perfect. Well, now I need socks because I do have Dorito feet. I can't help it. I get Dorito feet wearing flip-flops. I wash my feet every time I shower. I have clean feet, but I have Dorito feet. It's a thing. It's been a thing since I was born. Same with my brother. We have Dorito feet. So I thought, well, maybe I need some sports socks. So I went and got socks with moisture wicking technology. To wick away the moisture from my feet. So I bought sports socks. So as I'm heading towards the checkout going, I can't spend anymore. I need to get out of the store because I'm turning into my boyfriend. I see clearance. In the sporting wear department. Yep. They had moisture wicking tank tops. Athletic wear. The brand athletic wear. I'm actually wearing one of them right now. I love them. Um, tank tops on sale. Five bucks a piece. I bought three. Well, then I decided, um, I guess I need a sports bra to kind of give a little more support to the girls when I'm hurtling myself down the road because they are of ample size. And when things are of ample size and you bounce them around, other parts start to hurt. Like the shoulders and the neck and the back and the head and the arms. And it's just a nightmare. So I bought two. Zip up sports bras. Yeah. But... The only reason why I bought the sports clothes is because I saved so much money on the shoes. I thought I was going to spend a whole lot more on the shoes. I honestly expected to go. I, I had it in my head. I was going into the Walmart to spend at least 80 or $90 on good quality running shoes. Well, I found a good quality running shoe for 25 bucks. So technically, I didn't spend any more money than I had already initially planned on spending. I just got more stuff. Uh, all right. <laughs> the 
they're not Nike, and I've been informed that there will be a pair of Nikes in my future. I have a pair of Reebok, but I tried running in those, and as I'm running, I realized these are Reebok work shoes, which means they are made for walking on a cement floor, and they have a steel toe. They're a little heavy for running, a little awkward. They don't bend as well, or you need them to bend in the toes. So, anyway... Yeah, so I, I, and when I got home, I, I, I've i been complaining and whining and I don't want to do this and forcing myself to go out for these jogs and I don't want to do this. And when I got home with the running shoes, I couldn't wait until dinner was over and I had digested enough so I could put them on and I could get out there and try them out. Yeah. I was excited about doing it. <laughs> I was excited about running. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then I saw a girl running, or no, I saw a guy when I was coming back with my shoes, I saw a guy running and he had his shirt off. It was all hot and sweaty and he's trucking along and he's got like the big headphones on and I'm looking at him and I was about to laugh and go, dumbass. And I went, I'm one of them. I am one of those. And I take great pride in the amount of sweat that I have accumulated by the time I get back because I know I worked. The sweatier I am, I know the harder I worked. Now, I'm going home to where the humidity isn't quite as bad. So I may have to work a little harder to get to that level of sweat. But it's like I come in and I'm trying to, you know, make the, the sweat marks on my shirt so that I can take a picture and send it to Dave and go, look how hard I work. Look at my shirt sweaty. And I'm proud of it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know. Uh, and I'm losing weight in the weirdest of places because the scale is not changing it actually told me yesterday i had gained a pound and the scale almost became a lawn ornament until i remembered it's not my scale um but i'm really i'm getting like there's ribs i'm small throughout the waistline but i still have my belly and i still have my butt my legs are getting thinner but there's like solid muscle when i poke them there's solid muscle even the upper part is muscle there's not a whole lot of of fat to, to squeeze on them but yeah so I'm my goal now I was talking about this with Crystal and Misha um since this is couch to 5k by the time I'm done these eight weeks I will technically be able to run a 5k so we are looking at about the time that I'm going to be finished these this eight weeks um and I've been looking in California as well I want to run a 5k but I want to run a 5K either in support of cancer research or mental health or autism. Those are the three. Those are my three. If I can find a 5K run that supports, that is in support of one of those three things, then I will be, you know, batting my eyelashes at my boss saying that, you know, the Jason Mon Darkmouth company could sponsor me and Crystal will make up my shirt and I'll have, you know, positive approach on there as well and 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 you know diva designs and be good for business <laughs> great advertising but yeah i i can't believe i'm saying this because when i started this out oh i just why is locked myself in the ankle with my my foot sandpaper that's what i call it it's it's a buffer for dry skin on your foot but it's wooden Hear it? It's wooden. Yeah, I just whacked myself in the ankle because I'm waving it around like a magic wand. Anyway. Um, 
when I first started this, it was just to lose weight, to kind of push things along because I'm over, I'm 50 now. So my metabolism is slowing down. It's not as easy as it was when I was younger to, you know, I just don't eat for a week and I drop 10 pounds. I can't do that anymore. So um, I decided I needed to do something to get healthy because I don't want to end up back in the hospital. I don't want to be dead by the time I'm 65. I want, don't want to be my mom. I want to be healthy. I want to be able to run around and do the things and live the life that I have been waiting to live for the past 50 years. So in order to do that, I need to get into shape physically. So that's kind of why I started this. And Heather, my sister, said, you know, it's a really great thing. It starts you out nice and slow. And, you know, it has when she started it, it was just podcasts. It wasn't actually an app on your phone. It was just a podcast that you listened to. And she really liked the music. Now they have an app. Well, now that I'm on my last run of my third week, about to start my fourth week, I'm kind of thinking I'm going through all of this. I might as well run a 5K when I'm done. Why not? And then start the train to 10K. Why not? Just keep running. You know, and I'm I'm finding more and more that I'm running with my head up instead of looking at the ground. I'm running, looking ahead of me and I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm finding my pace and my last run on my last five minutes on my cool down. I wasn't quite close enough to home yet. So I ran it and I danced it because it was a good song. So I'm dancing down the street and I'm running down the street to the beat of the music. But I'm kind of got this little dance going and I came in the door and mom's like, how did it go? How are the shoes? And I danced my way down the hall. And when, when, when have you ever seen me come in from a run looking like this? Normally I'm crawling across the floor, gasping for water. It was great. So I, I'm getting used to it and I'm starting to enjoy it, which scares me. But uh, yeah, so, you know, who knows? I may be coming to a 5K near you. <laughs> anyway, I have stuff to do. I was supposed to be packing the entire time I was sitting here talking. And I packed one thing. Not true. Yes, true. I packed one thing. <laughs> I looked at my, my, my ship and thought, oh, no, I packed that while I was talking to you. But, no, I actually put this back in the box um, before I started. So. But I think I'm going to end this podcast for this week. As much as I hate to, I've kind of been dragging everything out today because this is my final day in Florida. Um, I'm sad. I won't lie. I won't. I won't even. I won't even play. I am sad to be going home. I have had an amazing, amazing time um, these last three months. And I haven't really done much. I've just kind of been in my own little space. She's been in her own little space and um, been doing our own thing. And we did everything that we wanted to do the week Dave was here. We wanted to go to the sponge docks. We did that. We've actually gone twice. We went with my aunt as well. Um, we wanted to go to the Florida State Fair. We did that when Dave was here. Uh, the Dolly Museum was kind of a last minute spur of the moment thing planned just before we got here we did that as well we did all the touristy things when Dave was here so the rest of the time has just been enjoying the weather 
I have a little bit of a tan, not as much as I thought I was going to have, but that's fine. I'm okay with that. Skin cancer is not my thing. Neither is shoe leather. Um, color, okay. But I've just been, you know, working and enjoying the weather. And my goal was to avoid the snow. Goal accomplished. Goal accomplished. So I'm sad because I've been, this has been my room for three months. I have memories in this room. <laughs> I have really good memories in this room. Uh, I have some not so good memories in this room, but I have really good memories in this room. So, yeah, I'm sad to go home. But I'll be happy to touch my things because Crystal's there touching my things right now. Um, I will be happy to go home and touch my things and see my things and get my prescriptions all refilled. Um, check in with the world, see my niece and nephew. I'm going to go down to my sisters in May for two or three weeks. Um, there's a bunch of work down there they've got to do, and my brother-in-law is willing to pay me for it. So, all right, I'll go and earn some money. Because, you know, remember the beginning of the podcast? I'm broke. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go and visit them for a while. I'm going to pop over. I'm going to see my grandson. I'm going to see my granddaughter. Um, Hopefully somewhere in there I can see my other nephews, but if Midland is still the cesspool that it is right now, uh, I won't be going anywhere near Midland. I will be avoiding Midland like the plague, <laughs> literally, because it is the plague, because my ex lives in Midland, my daughter lives in Midland, my son lives in Midland, my brother lives just outside of Midland. They all have COVID. COVID is rampant in Midland right now. I don't want to be there. Thank you. Just the same. Uh, my nephew goes to school in Midland. So Midland is like a hot spot for COVID right now. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go home and see my stuff and see my apartment and sleep in my bed because it's going to feel like a brand new bed again. I think I've only slept in it a handful of times. I haven't even worn a groove in my spot yet. It's great. It's awesome. It's still like a brand new mattress. Um, and then I get to repack and go to New Brunswick for a week, come home, do laundry, touch on my things, go, oh, I love my apartment, pack, go to my sister's, come home, do laundry, touch on my things, go, oh, I love my home, pack and go to California and then come home. <laughs> but this is this. Yeah. You know, it's what I want. It's my freedom. It's what I want to do. So anyway, thank you for being here with me through this rambling random farewell to Florida podcast. Uh, there will not be another Florida podcast until next year. So thank you, Florida, for being absolutely awesome to me in 2022. I will see you again in 2023. As for everybody else, I will see you. Well, you'll hear me all next week. Next week, we will be in the home studio. So be prepared. Be prepared. There could be a whole lot of complaining going on next week, but we'll see. Okay, everybody, have a good week. Stay safe, stay clean, don't lick shit, and be kind. Above all, be kind. All right, everybody, have a good one. See ya. Carry on our way, Watson. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Don't you cry.